Nintendo Nostalgia, episode 156. I am your host, Ryan Black, and I am joined by my co-host, Joshua Taylor, and we are back and we are playing with power. Josh, how you doing this week? I'm doing all right here. Good to hear. Man, this this is going to be uh, an interesting episode. We're fighting sleep like crazy. Uh, you know, the weekend, it's it's rough sometimes, and uh, roll, rolling in on that Monday. Whew. Hard to stay awake. <laughs> So, um, I think I, I can say this with confidence now that uh, we are officially like full swing into December. Uh, Christmas is, what was it, 16 days away? I think I went into a Walmart and they had that up there and I, I had a slight panic attack. <laughs> so many things to do. So little time. Yeah, it's fun. I, I, I feel like, I think where Thanksgiving was so late, like I don't realize how late it is in December. Hmm. <laughs> <early. laughs> But, you know, it's it's the holidays. It's always busy, always doing something, always trying to get something done. And oh, yeah, uh, always working to, to get get stuff or for gifts for people and all that. So struggle is real. <laughs> the holidays are a thing. Yeah, they're good. Just just nonstop. Mm hmm. Well, let's uh, let's uh, get get a little festive here with our. Uh, with our next segment, uh, we're going to talk about what we are Radical Rexing about. All right. So uh, what have you been Radical Rexing about, man? All right. So like you were saying, we're close to Christmas and everything, and it, it truly is nonstop. So mostly that's, well, I, I guess to say that's what I've been taking care of is all of that sort of thing. My Daughter had a little Christmas, um, can't really think of the proper word, not really a play, but little thing at her preschool. She had a Christmas dance recital Saturday. Um, let's see. Wednesday, I've got something with the church that's Christmas related. Just long story short, it's it truly is nonstop up until January at this point for me. Um, so that's that's been taking up a lot of my time. It's all it's all really good. Um, it does keep me busy, though, um, from from a gaming standpoint. Uh, um, I think what I've been playing most, actually, I've been playing a little bit of Okami still, but um, I booted up my Xbox One, and I have the 2005 version of uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. For some reason, I decided to play around on that again. If, if you've ever played it, it's, it's still pretty good fun. Um, I like it better than the newer Battlefront games. Um, unfortunately, it is not on Switch or anything. But it's a good time. Um, I think I'm just getting hyped for the upcoming movie more than anything. Man, I remember playing that game on PS2. What the heck? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, yeah, it's a PS2 game. It's still fun. <laughs> yeah, getting in the Star Wars mood for that last episode coming out. Oh, yeah. Between that and The Mandalorian, Disney Plus is great because I just watched the original trilogy on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> my lunch breaks I, I just realized I could get away with that it was pretty sweet awesome man oh, I see you're, you're uh, putting the switch aside and getting getting your Disney Plus on that's, that's cool pretty that's much. great oh yeah I'll, I'll be back into it <laughs> no no uh, one thing uh, definitely we're recollecting about is we did have a community game night um, low attendance this time we had a poll and everything you know had people pick the game and uh, just people didn't make it for the time. I don't know if it just was a bad time for everybody, but, uh, 
hopefully we can get another bigger one going here soon. Um, but yeah, it was awesome to to get on there. Um, I don't actually own the Luigi's Mansion 3, so I wasn't able to do the first part of it. Um, but I definitely hopped in on Smash for a little bit at the end there. I had, did have to cut out after a while because, you know, things get busy. Um, I was definitely having a good con uh, weekend. I went to MFF in Chicago and... All the all the fun times were had. Um, I did a little bit of Smash, like I said, with the community night, but played a lot of the Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, found some people there that were uh, that were playing and uh, made some connections and made some friends and got to play some of my uh, real-life stuff that I rebuilt, and uh, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I've been running, for those who are Yu-Gi-Oh and like Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff, I run uh, Twilight Sworn, and uh, I'm also uh, doing a Yusenju Kaiju deck, and I had, I had some good success with those. Um uh, I was actually really surprised. I kind of redid my Yosenju Kaiju deck a little bit, and uh, it runs a little better. So I'm excited to try it out a little bit more. Um, but enough about the boring card games. <laughs> um, so I think kind of the biggest thing right now that I'm Radical Rexing about, um, aside from Christmas, Christmas is cool, but just before I get to Christmas, I'm going on a Disney trip. So I get to go to Disney World. And it's going to be quite fun. I finally get to experience that whole Star Wars park. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. I, I, like, forgot about this. Like, I love <laughs> Disney World's, like, my other love. I just don't talk about it as much because it, it costs money. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We um, saved up for a year and got season passes. So we're going to start our, our members, our season passes, uh, starting, you know, next week, basically. Uh, we'll have to talk about well, no. No, I've wanted that for years. That's awesome. <laughs> for you, though. So, yeah, yeah. It's just going to be, uh, this first trip's just going to be me and my wife, um, uh, my uh, my brother-in-law and my uh, my other housemate uh, had to back out last minute. So, um, it's just going to be a fun little trip. Uh, we do have a friend that, that lives with us sometimes, and uh, they're they're currently with their mom in Florida, and so they're going to be joining us here and there. So, it's going to be a pretty, pretty fun time. Um I can't wait to get immersed in the Star Wars world. You know, uh, the it's going to be another couple of years before the whole immersive hotel becomes a thing. But uh, it'll be awesome to experience the park. I definitely want to try to get some of those soda bottles, um, bring them back because I guess they look kind of cool. Like they're part of the Star Wars universe, even though they're like Coca Cola or Pepsi or what, what have you. Uh, don't shoot me if I got the wrong brand there. <laughs> uh, the Disney but ninjas yeah. are going to come after you now. <laughs> Uh, uh, we are heavily, like, we're heavy pin traders, so we're probably going to be buying a lot of pins to, to do some trading around the parks and find those mm. awesome, awesome themed ones. I know there's one in particular we're looking for. It's a holiday themed, um, it's the, uh, hippie bus from Cars. Cool. And, uh, we are, uh, we're actually going to be taking our, uh, 83 VW van again. It's a diesel engine. We're taking that down to Disney, so it's kind of a dream of ours to take it on road trips. So it's it's healthy enough; we can take it on the road trip. So that's where we're going. Looking forward to that. Nice. <laughs> Should be a good old time. <sighs> you know, I love this time of year. It is just full of joy, and there are so many memories like of childhood and and so directly linked to Nintendo, like just. Nintendo is synonymous with Christmas in a lot of ways. And so, like, I can't think of a year that I haven't gotten something Nintendo. Like, it's always on my Christmas list and it's always heading it. Um, but as a little kid, um, that wasn't always the case up until a, a certain age. But yet, my strongest memories are of those first Nintendo games that I got. 
And um, so I just wanted to talk about like Christmas memories in general that we have for Nintendo and the love that we have. It doesn't necessarily have to be strictly Nintendo, but just our like richest memories. We want to share that with with our listeners. Um, it's just something that we're really nostalgic about. So um, the topic today is uh, Christmas memories. couple memories i brought a couple memories so uh why don't you kick us off and uh, give us kind of a a, a uh, picture of what this awesome christmas morning was for you or maybe evening i don't know <laughs> okay well I've got, I've got a few here um i'm gonna start with the, the earliest because it's one of the first ones i can remember <laughs> um uh oh, crud i'm trying to think even how to start with this one so Usually when we when we would get up, we would just walk into the room and whenever my mom determined it was time because we had one of those old video cameras um, that looks like a big box nowadays. It had the little mini VHS thing in it. I can't even think of the term for it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of old, but not quite, <laughs> quite there. Camcorder or... Yeah, it was like it was a little cassette tape almost. It was a little bigger than that, but it would go in the converter type thing so you could put it in the VCR. But mm-hmm. it, um, for the time, it was I guess it was good. But uh, so that they would have all that set up and we'd go in there and half the stuff would be open already. But anyway, one of the first things, one of the earliest ones, at least I can remember, I, I believe, was was 96. Um, so we go in there and... Uh, you probably already know what's coming, but I open up the N64 and with um, Super Mario 64. I think that was the only game I had at first. But uh, unless Mario Kart might have been out by then, I can't remember. But anyway, that was pretty awesome because I had already fell in love with with Nintendo as a whole, with the Super Nintendo. Um, so we hooked that thing up and got to try out Mario 64, and that's still one of those games that I don't know if anything's quite compared like to that all factor you know when you first mm-hmm. first see a 3d game and you first get to run around in this big open world type thing um, so that that's one of those things that's just hard to describe unless you were really there like I don't think gosh I sound old saying this <laughs> I don't think kids these days will can, can quite understand that there, there's different things now maybe maybe can't even think of something really to compare it to but that was pretty awesome um i guess that one really took the the spotlight for that christmas in particular um, but yeah that, that was my first memory that i could come up with with that <laughs> so i was kind of digging through my memories and trying to think like i'm, I'm bad about timelines and things so um, my first memories is getting my uh, my Game Boy Pocket. Um, it came with Donkey Kong Land 2, and uh, I think that's pretty much the only game I had at, at first. Like that's all I'd play. I think maybe maybe I got 
Super Star Wars. I want to say or not Super Star Wars, whatever the Star Wars game was at the time. Um, and I had that Super Star Wars for for Super Nintendo. And uh, playing a Star Wars game on a Game Boy was totally different, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, but and it, I, I don't know. I, I felt like that game was a little bit uh, mm, lower quality, maybe. Uh, I remember getting frustrated with that. But man, Donkey Kong Land 2 was my jam. Like, literally, like, I had I had a Discman. And uh, I, I'd pop out the headphones from my Discman and plug it into my Game Boy and just rock out to the soundtrack of Donkey Kong Land 2. Um, that's all I did that, that Christmas. Like, I'm sure I went through, like, copious amounts of batteries that day. It was awesome. <laughs> um, I had my Game Boy Pocket was a black one. Um, and so it looked really, really slick to have that black with, like, the yellow cartridge sticking out of the back. Oh, yeah, I love that system so much. <laughs> that was actually the first Game Boy I had. Not, not to take over your thing. I, I got it during a birthday, I believe, actually. But mine was green. Um, mm. It was like right before the collar came out. The pocket wasn't, I think it was only kind of a thing for like a year or so, wasn't it? It wasn't, it wasn't long before the collar came out. So it was, it was kind of a special thing to have, I feel like. They had the main string of colors, um, like black included. And then uh, about maybe, I don't know, maybe half a year later, maybe a year later after that Christmas there was those advertisements in magazines for the uh, ice blue one. Like there was like a okay. Game Boy in someone's back pocket and it looked like it was frozen and it had that kind of really cool ice blue, like almost metallic look to it. And uh, one of my, my friends had that one and I was so jealous of that one. He, he had <laughs> he had that and he had like Mortal Kombat on it. So like, you know, it was the cool system to have. And I was like, I got this black one. It's okay, but I really want the blue one. But you know, oh, my parents yeah. were like, but you already have one. You don't need to get another color. <laughs> I feel like you had something awesome for for like the holidays for Christmas time because uh, knowing me, I would have had that like in all the family members' houses we would have went to. Sixty four, <laughs> not so much, but mm. yeah, I took that thing everywhere with me. Um, you know, I yeah, I I remember I have memories of taking that to me with the dog show. Like my my parents own a kennel and. They went to like some kind of dog show right after Christmas, and I was just trying to. I, I learned that I can't play very well. I can't play games and walk at the same time, very, very well. I'm not very coordinated when it comes to that. So it's I, difficult. Like, I, I tried playing and uh, as I walk, and then I'd stop and start playing, and then people would bump into me. My mom would be like, "Come on, come on, let's go," you know. And I'd, I'd stop playing for a second, start walking again, but I'd stare at my screen like, "I want to play." I couldn't tear myself away from it. <laughs> yeah, especially if you were playing something like Donkey Kong Land 2 or, you know, a side-scroller or something. There's no way I could walk and play that. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's a challenge for me. Um, I've always, I mean, I can't read it, read a book and walk very well either. So, coordination issues. <laughs> it takes some <laughs> mental power to do that. Um, so, yeah, just like... Just getting diving in at Christmas time, like I was like, I feel like the coolest kid having like portable Nintendo because you know NES, Super Nintendo, like all that stuff was stuff that I knew. Um, but the idea of just taking it everywhere was just mind blowing to me, and I didn't care if I couldn't see the screen very well. You know, you hear the stories of people like you know going from streetlight to streetlight as your mm -hmm. parents are driving down the road, just trying to catch that little bit of light to keep playing. <laughs> oh yeah, I've done it. 
uh, the days. Uh, I think <laughs> I didn't get a I didn't get a warm light type thing until like Game Boy Color days. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going Struggle's off topic. Real. I'm going off topic a little bit there, but yeah, I had this big. I think it was actually the Game Boy Color era, I guess. But yeah, I don't remember what it was called. Somebody mentioned it not long ago, but it was like this big screen. Like it made the screen magnified, mm-hmm. and it had like speakers sticking out mm-hmm. of it that opened up, and it had a light in it that was pretty cool, and it had a worm light too. <laughs> um, you know, I did have, um, I did have something like that. It was pink uh, and it lit up. Um, it was a magnifying glass that was Pelican, I believe, Pelican brand that fit on this the front of the, oh, yeah. the system. Um, I don't think I had the speaker thing going on with it, but. Yeah, I distinctly remember that. My goodness, Pelican brand. Um, here I am going off topic again. I'm so sorry. No, nostalgia is <laughs> all that this show's all about. All I can think of is, is sort of a negative thing, actually. And that, this is skipping ahead a little bit in my next memory. But um, Pelican GameCube controllers were the worst. Mm. Me and a cousin I've got, and I think even a friend of mine, had all gotten Pelican controllers at different times, and they mm-hmm. all had, like, different issues. Like, the A button would stick in and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. Ever since then, I do not buy anything that is not first-party Nintendo. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to continue that off-topic, like, I had this GameCube controller. It was, like, greenish-colored, but I had, like, rubberized grips on the side. Kind of like fin grips, and mm-hmm. it was just it was really small and compact, and my hands just loved that, especially for like Smash Brothers and stuff. Um, I wish I still had that controller because it was a really good little controller, but yeah, I remember Pelican getting less and less uh reputable uh towards yeah. the end there. Um, I think they had some in- N64 stuff that was kind of cool, um, yeah. but even then, like it just wasn't the same. <laughs> they were kind of cheap anyway, in a lot of ways. Um, but they had cool ideas to back them, even though they used the cheaper materials and things. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm fond of Pelican in a lot of ways. So. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, the other one was Mad Cats that I can think of. I remember having yes, six yeah. for a uh, steering wheel. For, I actually got it for Christmas. I don't think it was that same year. You know, I, I think. I remember playing Mario Kart 64 with it, which was kind of dumb looking back. But it was kind of fun all at the same time. <laughs> like mm-hmm. It was hard. But it was still fun. It was it was a good time. <laughs> I think that microcontroller might have been like a Mad Cats or something like that. So yeah, either Nyko or something like that. But yeah. Um. So what's your like? What's your next like memory that you have of that? Okay, so it's similar to that. Really, I've got three different things, and they're all similar. I'd say. Um. This one is the GameCube release. Um. So it was Christmas two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Right. So that one, that was when I could really like, yeah, my love for all of that only like grew. And I remember like looking at magazines and such before the GameCube came out. So that was like the first time I was really getting excited. Like I was old enough to kind of understand it. Um, I think I was in middle school. But yeah, the build up for that was really cool. I remember getting, I got the Indigo one. Um, with four different games, like just spread out through different. I can't even tell you which family member got which one still. But I got Luigi's Mansion. Um, it was from my mom. <laughs> I got Smash Brothers Melee from my dad's side. 
made the heck out of both of those. <laughs> um, let's see. I got Star Wars Rogue Leader from one uh, set of grandparents, and that game is probably still one of my favorite Star Wars video games. Mm-hmm. Um, I really need to pull it out again. I wish they still made those Rogue Squadron games. But um, And the other one I got was from my other set of grandparents. was Crazy Taxi. Oh, nice. So I had a good solid four there to play around on that all were, were very different from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a great time with that. Another uh, a stepbrother at the time got a ton of games, too, and some of them were different. So, yeah, we, we played the heck out of that. Um that was that was a pretty big Christmas. I remember uh, me and my cousins got our GameCubes around the same time, so and we all got different games. So it was cool to like experience like the full like I guess launch lineup, uh, yeah. go over to each other's houses and play the different ones. Um, I remember Star Wars was pretty cool, like just you know flying around. Um, I was awful at space combat and things like that, but. It was still cool to be flying around this, you know, snow levels and everything. Get to experience that. Um, good memories. Um, I think this was exactly a year later. So I had my Game Boy Pocket, you know, and uh, I was kind of bored of the games that I had. And um, I got a couple of games that Christmas. Um, I got um, a couple accessories, too. Um, we were planning... Oddly enough, around Christmas time, uh, we were planning a trip to go to Disney. It was my first Disney trip that I, I would remember anyway. I was a lot younger the time before that. Um, but yeah, we were going to Disney. So like my parents went went in to get me all these things to do for the, the trip. And uh, you know, aside from my uh my I think they were cracker barrel like coloring books or but they were like the the marker, like the hidden marker thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, like the invisible ink and stuff like that. Like I do that those things, but uh, they wanted to give me all these different things for the car to go on this trip. And uh, one of the things that they got me was this. Um, it was like a compilation game of like old arcade games. So it had Joust on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I played a lot of Joust. And oh. so like, you know, Killer Cream Black kind of scratches that itch, that nostalgia, because I played on the Game Boy with Joust. And then also um, I got Pokemon Red version. Um, and I was completely obsessed with Pokemon after on that point on like i was already kind of like just this hyperactive kid like any mention of pikachu and i'd like scream pikachu and like bounce up and down and like yeah i that i remember going on this disney trip and i had a pikachu shirt and a pikachu hat and i was like like covered in freckles like it was embarrassing the amount of freckles that were all over me but yeah like and um they got me this uh fanny pack uh, and it was, a, I think it was Interact or something like that, uh, Game Boy <laughs> Fanny Pack um, that I would keep my uh, Game Boy in uh, to go on this this Disney trip. And I had, had like a front little zipper pouch that has a bunch of different batteries to plug in or, you know, to, to have to, you know, you got to have your batteries. There's so many that you go through. It's ridiculous. Um, and then, of course, you had the, the pouch for the games and. So I was I was already I mean I had Pokemon I you know I had this this Joust game, um, but also I got this little this um, this rectangular book um, and this little device that you plug in the back that you plug your cartridge into and it was a Game Shark. Um, oh, so I had yeah. I, I had this Game Shark <laughs> and um, I would I would plug in Joust and you could like and I had this little code book 
it was this, this thick rectangular code book just full of different game codes. And uh, Joust was in there. And so I was able to go in and, and like mess with the different settings like Infinite Lives or something like that. Just have a lot of fun with that. Um, I st- <laughs> distinctly remember on the back of the book, um, it showed like this kid, um, but he had like like full rows of like shark teeth on the back. It was like kind of creepy, but I thought it was like really cool. Um, Game Shark was the coolest thing at the time. <laughs> did, did you happen to have that N64 Game Shark? No, um, one of my friends okay. growing up did have one. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool oh, too. My cousin and I both had one, and we used to use that thing on everything. We could go on. I think, I think it was CheatCC.com at the time. Like mm-hmm. Shark, like you could add like a string of code into it like for different games that mm-hmm. didn't even work with it it was kind of complicated looking back but we had a blast with that like you could go to ocarina of time and moon jump <laughs> and you could we would just spend hours just doing stupid stuff like that it was great <laughs> uh game sharks were fun for sure uh you know i was so hyper obsessed with pokemon like I think my first introduction to Pokemon was probably the Pokemon trading card game, but I didn't really get heavy into the trading card game until um, probably gold and silver stuff started coming out. Um, But I do have some memories like it was Christmas time and I went to like a Pokemon league and I got a badge or something, you know, did did my Pokemon card thing there. But um, I would try, I think I did my first couple of Pokemon trades at school um, and then I also trade Pokemon cards, you know, you don't know what you're, what you're doing then. So you trade like stupid things or, you know, pointless cards, but it was like, you know, trade this shiny for like all these like commons, like the stack of commons. Like, oh yeah, I'm getting so many cards. It's a good deal. Not really, but <laughs> you don't understand rarities at that time. Uh, but such fond memories of that Christmas. And I was just such a hyperactive kid. <laughs> like Pikachu everything Pokemon everything I just bounce about everywhere with that See, I feel like I, I was a little immature kid not that I'm mature now that I'm 30 but like <laughs> I didn't I didn't get into Pokemon like I I'm still not like the biggest fan but I like it until like I don't know 2000 this decade it was earlier this decade I guess mm-hmm. but, um yeah I I was a little butthead back then, and I always got Nintendo Power, and I loved Zelda after Ocarina of Time, and so that was about the time Pokemon Red and Blue came out, and it exploded, and all my friends were talking about it, and I got mad because I remember one month in Nintendo Power, um, one of the Pokemon games, I can't even remember which one, it might have been Red or Blue, because it might have been the Game Boy games overtook a Zelda game in like the rankings or whatever they had. Their wow. Mm-hmm. And I got mad and I hated it. <laughs> like <a couple laughs> years. And I got sick of it because everybody loved it. And that's all everybody talked about. So I just, I just got bitter. Mm-hmm. Longest time. <laughs> so I was, I was not that kid. I probably could have been, but I shot. Yeah, it was, <laughs> That Game Shark served me really well. Um, I didn't do it till much, much later, but it's what saved my red version. I mean, saved, I mean, made me able to play it again. Yeah. Not that I got to keep my save file, but, you know, I caught Missing No, and 
I was pretty bummed about it. Um, and I've mm. told my story about getting, you know, my blue version. Um, like it was kind of like a miracle thing to get that. But um, my game sharp allowed me to reset my red version after the fact much later. Um, it had that feature and I was able to to reset the game so I could start playing again on the red version. So that's pretty cool to start over again from scratch. But yeah, that game, little game shark served me well. <laughs> it was always interesting to see what I could do with the manipulating stuff, but I never really wanted to use it on Pokemon. Yeah. I, I want to say that there may have been a thing I did to get Mew or something, but that was the only thing that I did because I knew that it was a Pokemon that you couldn't get otherwise. And so, like, I did it for that, but I wouldn't use it to cheat for anything else. Right. So. I don't feel like they have cheat codes like that anymore, hardly. You don't see it enough. No, they have, like, Action Replay and whatever else. There's, like, another brand that's going on right now, but I don't know. It's fun to do that for, like, single-player stuff, but when you're doing it for competitive oh, online yeah. play, it's it's not worth it. No. Nah. You know, it's, it kind of takes the fun out of it. If it's not really skill, it's just, you know, messing with the code to mm-hmm. get an advantage. But I know modding is, is a big thing in a lot of PC circles and stuff. So uh, there's Minecraft mods for days. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's kind of the spiritual successor, you know, to this little device that lets you hack into the code of the game and do silly things. All right. Um, so you've got one more memory for us. Okay. So to kind of keep the theme going um, from my other two, it's more around the Wii launch. Um, so I was already in high school by that point, but actually I didn't have to. Well, I did. I'll get there. <laughs> um, the day it came out, I guess it was, I don't know, it was probably mid-November. I can't remember exactly what. No, it was actually later than that, come to think of it. They had already done their initial shipment um, that year. And if you remember, it sold pretty well, like, right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And I already knew my parents, whoever was going to get it for me, um, wasn't able to grab a hold of it. So we found out they were getting another shipment. I think it was early December. Heck, it could have been, you know, the same day. I don't know. But um, we went up to Walmart the night before, and I don't think I've ever done anything like that before then or after then. But we got there probably at like 9 I don't know, it was probably before that, even at night. And stay the night in the lawn and gardening department until like <laughs> 6 a.m. the next day to to be able to get in line and get one. And I actually remember it like I wish I didn't have a cell phone. When was that? That was, what, like 2006? I, th- I think I did have a cell phone, but it just was, it isn't quite what it is now. Like I kind of wish. Yeah. I would have kept up with some of the people there because I remember like getting in some fun conversations there. I was like starting to make friends and then we all got our systems and just kind of left. I was like, I always (laughs) think every once in a while, like what happened to them? Mm -hmm. It was a pretty fun group of people. But yeah, we we got like lawn chairs out in their department back there. And it was just like (laughs) like, some of us, we doze off for a little bit or whatever. It it was a pretty good time. Um, So that was actually the biggest Part of that memory, I guess. But then, of course, getting home with it. And since I put the effort into it, they did say, even though I wasn't the one that put the money into it, they're like, all right, 
you can go ahead and like I, I got to play Zelda for a little bit and sports, and then we put it up until Christmas. But um, yeah, that that was that was a good time. <laughs> ah, good days. You know, the holidays are big times. Like I didn't put on like a too too much like Nintendo stuff. You know, you know, put Luigi's Mansion three on there and Pokemon games. Seems like always anymore. Like I'm putting Pokemon games on there. It's just something that. That, you know, I would get it, like, for Christmas starting out. And, like, then for a while there, I had to get it launch day. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I'm okay waiting for Christmas. Because that's kind of, like, the nostalgia thing for me is just getting it on Christmas. And it's it's something special. And uh, I know usually Christmas Day, I'll, I'll fire up a version on mine and a version of my wife's. And play through to the point where we get the starters. Get to the point where we can trade. And I'll trade a starter over to another one. And, and start over that game again and, until we all have... Three starters going starting out. Um, um, it would be f- cool to have that memory again, though. I hear that it's a little harder to do nowadays. Uh, it's like 20 minutes into the story before you actually get your starters or can trade or something like that. So uh, it'd be interesting trying to figure all that out and do the, the transfer. We may just end up breeding later and hmm. going from there, but I don't know. We'll see what we do. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think my wife and I are both... Um, getting that game for Christmas. I think I'm getting Shield. She's getting Sword. Oh, does she play Pokemon? I didn't know that. She she doesn't play a whole lot of different games, but she did get Moon. And okay. I think she beat it even. You know, like the story, not not the whole Pokedex or anything like that. I didn't even do that. But, um, yeah, she played around on that a little bit. Hmm. Awesome. So, um, you know, looking forward to future memories. Um, there's just, it's harder and harder as you get older to capture those memories of yourself as a child, but it's something so much more magical to have a child of your own and watch them start building those memories. Um, it's, you're getting nostalgia just watching like them make memories too, um, and I don't know what you have under your tree this year or, or anything like that, but um, what are some nostalgic memories that you have just for your daughter? Um, maybe open up something that she was really excited about or just something that really like, you know, just kind of kind of made her day or, or, or anything like that. Do you have any like big memories of that? I don't have any kids, so I can't really like reflect on that, but I just was kind of oh, want to yeah. pick your brain about that. That's a little bit tough because I feel like I'm still very much in the middle of that. That mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. even just this evening like we were a little behind on uh, putting up some decorations so we just now kind of finished up part of the tree but um just she was actually able to help a little this year mm-hmm. things like that so i mean that's that's a good time in itself it, it actually went smoother than i thought it was going to so that was <laughs> nice um mm-hmm. we do the little um she's got one of those elves on it I feel I'm saying it weird and I make it a plural word. Elves on the shelves. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, today, uh, our Laylee plushie from the Yukon Laylee plushie is holding the elf on the top of the tree, like upside down. Um, I know there's no video on here, so I won't bother showing you, but just she got a good kick out of that. But yeah, it's. Aww. It's a good time. Um, a lot of it, you know, I guess even kind of brings you back to when, when you're that age. Uh, 
So it's kind of another way of remembering all of that and living that out a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, it just it's so cool. Like it's one thing, like someday I'll have kids, you know. Uh if if nothing else we're gonna adopt and uh, get to experience those, you know, right. nostalgic memories with, with my kids. That'll be a really, really awesome time. Um something to look forward to for sure. Oh yeah. And I hope everybody who's listening is still making those nostalgic memories with Nintendo. Um, and get a little something Nintendo, um, you know, whether it's just picking up like some kind of ornament or something for your tree that's Nintendo or, you know, being able to give the gifts of Nintendo to people, um, you know, doesn't have to be big, doesn't have to be little. It can just be something from the heart, you know, even like a little Nintendo card. <laughs> um, it's such a good time of year to give and to, to share the joy and uh, especially with Nintendo. Um. Uh, that that brings us to the uh, the tail end of the show. We've got one more segment. Uh, we got a couple of voicemails that I wanted to bring up before we we closed out here. Um, you know, a couple of questions, a couple of you know, thanks for for the show. So I'll go ahead and get those those started here before we do our due diligence. Hey guys, this is Isaac. I uh, want to say thanks again for taking my call. Uh, thanks for uh, listening to all the calls I have <laughs> coming in, but. Uh, Wanted to bring up some interesting news that came out. Uh, give you a backstory of a quick story here. I have a arcade place where they have a flat rate. It's by the hour. Uh, you also have like an all day thing you can get where there's a bunch of old arcade cabinets. Um, you can play all kinds. There's some classics in there, but what's really interesting about this arcade is they have about 30 TVs. And practically any kind of game system you can think of, even like Atari, uh, Turbo Graphics, and of course every single Nintendo system. Well, I was in there yesterday with my cousin. They were actually celebrating their third anniversary, and they were giving outdoor prizes. And I happened to win a 30-day for free pass, so I could go in anytime. I could play practically any game made by Nintendo that they have available. Uh, so I thought I'd call in and ask you guys. Um, I actually don't have a Switch yet. I'm still looking to get one. But uh, my question would be, if you had 30 days that you could play practically any kind of game from any system, what would you recommend? I figured uh, my free time, just go uh, play probably on the Switch. I want to save uh, Breath of the Wild and uh, Mario Odyssey. Kind of for more when I have my own Switch, more to comfort my own home kind of thing. But uh, if there's any game that you can think of, maybe it's a shorter game you can beat, uh, let me know. Just thought I'd get you guys a thought. Again, I appreciate you guys taking the call. I think you guys are doing awesome. Really enjoy listening to you guys. And as always, keep up the good work. All right, guys. Thanks again. Take care. All right. So what what games would we play in our if we had a 30-day you know, unlimited play on Nintendo systems. Oh, wow. That's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I guess it depends on the system. Uh, that's a lot of gaming. I mean, it could be any system, any, I mean, uh, it's very uncommon to have virtual boy, but like I'd put virtual boy up there as one of my number one. Like there's so many good experiences on that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I only remember playing that like once in my life. I think at a KB toys, 
I played Mario Tennis for a little bit. So mm. if if the option is like to play stuff that I haven't already played through a bunch or like that I don't already love, yeah, I'd probably that would probably be on my list too. Just to actually say I've I've got to try it out. Um, so I, I I know it's not apparently it's not great, but just to have that experience and said I was able to try it out, that'd be cool. Actually, um, come to think of it, that put me in mind. I missed my super scope. I think mm. for years, but I miss playing Yoshi Safari. I don't know why I thought of that just now, but <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I think um, there's some NES games I'd like to revisit and play again. Um, there's the the Hook uh, game. I wouldn't mind playing Yonoi that uh, off like away from an emulator, like actually play the actual version. Um, and then I'd like to just go back and play some of the, like the big ones that I really enjoyed. There was like, it was kind of an awful game, I guess it was, it was like iron sword or something like that. It's got a picture of a big muscular guy on the front, you know, uh, Fabio or something. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had low G man was a big one for me and the uh, street fighter 2010, um, all games that I enjoyed growing up. And so I'd love to actually play that and, uh, Fester's quest. I actually own the game, but I've never actually had a working system since I got the game. And I'd, I'd love to play that. Um, if I ever got the chance, I definitely want to play the Little Nemo game and all of its, you know, glory and on NES. Um, I have like, I think I have that on my hacked uh, NES Classic. So um, it's it's a really fun game. I'd like to just play that. And it's, you know, I pretty much stick to NES games that... I'm nostalgic for that I don't remember too much. Even playing like one of my early games that I had for NES was, you know, Tetris. And uh, then I have like a Where's Waldo game um, for NES. And then for some reason, like I'd want to revisit like even like the childhood games that I had, like little little kid stuff like Sesame Street ABC and Sesame Street 1, 2, 3 and things like that. Just to see what it was like to hit that memory, you know, nostalgia. <laughs> It is funny to go back to stuff like that sometimes, even though it's it's one of the there's a lot of media that's aimed at everyone, you know, that's kid friendly, mm-hmm. that's everyone. And, and that's the sort of thing that's not really it's just it's just for little kids. But mm-hmm. it is kind of funny to go back and look at that sort of thing. It almost like it just it triggers something, you know, <laughs> you remember seeing this particular part. But, yeah, I would probably focus on stuff that's shorter, actually, like I'd want to say some bigger games that I missed out on, but then I can't get in as much. So I'd probably want to do like the quicker things. Um, shoot, honestly, thinking back, I feel like I've played a lot of just, you know, whatever I'd want to play. I feel like I have at some point already. Um, I, I'm not left wanting a whole lot, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd probably just see how much I can squeeze in there. Probably mm-hmm. putting set on one thing too long. Hmm. Um, kind of popped into my head. This is kind of a, hey, listeners, help me find this game. Uh, there's this game that I played. Um, the only thing I can remember, it, it was kind of a platformer. It kind of was similar to like a Kid Icarus type game where you're you're, you're climbing higher and higher. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it was like an early Hudson Soft game or Sunsoft or something. But it actually had like the B, the mascot for Hudson Soft in it. But it only ever appeared one playthrough that I did. And I grabbed it and it gave me some points. 
uh, but I never saw it again in that game, and I couldn't tell you what the game was. Uh, but I thought it was kind of cool that I collected this mascot, you know, B, and I I can't find it on internet searches. Huh. I have no idea. Like nobody knows what this game is, so can like if you know what this game is, let me know. <laughs> it just showed up for you. I never figured it out or knew why the heck there was a Hudson Soft B like collectible that he could grab that gave you points. But yeah, it was kind of cool. I I don't know what the game was. Like I said, it kind of reminded me of Kid Icarus, but I hadn't played Kid Icarus, you know, then. So it was something different. <laughs> but yeah, let me know if you figure out what that is. <laughs> um, all right, I'll get into our second uh, voicemail here. Uh, it's a uh, Good friend um, who's been playing a lot of our game nights, a uh, friend of Josh's. So uh, let's get this played. Hey, Nintendo Nostalgia. Zach Adams here. I'm Josh's good buddy. Uh, real quick, I just want to say thank you all for giving him the opportunity to take part in everything. And I'm very glad and happy for him uh, for that and for all the opportunities he's had this year. I think that's really awesome. Very happy for him. Uh, just real quick, want to say a few things about myself. I'm a huge gamer, maybe not as big as some of you all, but I love video games, and Nintendo is my number one through and through, no matter what else I like. I always come back to Nintendo, with uh, The Legend of Zelda being my absolute favorite uh, Nintendo series and game series, period, point blank. Can't beat it in my eyes. It's better than everything else, but that's just me. Um I think you guys are talking about Christmas memories uh, on this episode. So one of the Christmas memories that stands out to me is um, there was one Christmas when Toy Story came out, and I remember getting this, like, Buzz Lightyear ship that had buttons on it, kind of like how Buzz has buttons on his uh, costume. And you could press these buttons, and it uh make noises and uh, say lines from, like, the movies or whatever. And I remember watching home video my aunt made uh, of that Christmas, and, I, and it showed me opening that, and I got so excited. It was, it was awesome. Very, very nostalgic for that. Uh, speaking of nostalgia in games, one of the earliest things I remember being able to do is blow into <laughs> the NES cartridges uh, to get them to work. Now, whether it was a placebo or not, I'm telling you, they worked. And also, uh, being able to play the original um, Super Mario Brothers on NES before I ever started school. Um, good, good stuff. Um, pretty excited for a lot of things coming down the pipeline, such as Breath of the Wild 2 and the rest of the, the possible DLC characters for uh, Smash Elfland. Very excited for all that. Uh, yeah, that's about all I've got left to say. Um, hope uh, Can't wait to keep listening to the podcast. Uh, I wish it well cool man awesome thank you for calling in both you know isaac and zach thank you um we like hearing your your questions and your memories and stuff it's really cool um man zelda big fan of zelda huh and then you know super mario brothers can't go wrong there um i've got so many memories of my grandparents playing super mario brothers it's just uh it's so good like you know you mentioned some nes games so that really made me kind of fit in with my like what games you'd play in the 30 days, you know, a lot of NES stuff. Like that's kind of my thing right now is I want to go back and experience some of those games that, that I haven't been had really access accessibility to. So, um, and like, I wish I had like a bunch of Christmas memories, getting Christmas games. Um, I think 
my Tetris game was probably a Christmas game. I think I remember playing that at my grandparents on Christmas. Um, and that that song that played, it wasn't the, even the classic Tetris song. It was something else. Um, some Russian song. Um, <laughs> what was it? I don't know. I, I'm sure it's in, you know, Tetris 99. Okay. There's a Tetris song, but then there was another one that you could play, like an alternate mode or something that played a different song. It was it was a classic classical piece, and uh, <laughs> that's what I always think of because like I, I associate Tetris with Christmas because of that song for some reason, huh. even though it may not be a Christmas song even. But <laughs> it's kind of my memories there. But thank you, yes, both Isaac and Zach. Um, really, hearing and definitely like Zach. Thank you so much for joining us on our. Smash Brothers game nights. Uh, we, we, we go toe to toe, and we each win a match here or there, and it's a lot of fun until Josh steps in and then creams us all. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's that Banjo Kazooie stage. It's, it's not. It's not the character he plays. It's the stage that he picks every time. It throws me off. <laughs> no, I did not pick that actually. Yeah, the other <laughs> night, so I had my stage on random, and it picked Spiral Mountain like two or three times, and I did not. I was completely innocent on that. Like I would pick it. <laughs> But I did not pick it. <laughs> Something tells me Jacob was there in spirit. <laughs> yeah. Somebody was using the Jacob spirit. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to play the new character, Smash character, but uh, Terry, but I did get to play his stage, and that's a lot of fun. I I have played as him a little bit. He's 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 fun. Um, he's kind of like the Street Fighter characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely different, but he he still kind of feels like him, in my opinion. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, like he was saying, to comment on a couple of things he said in his call, whoever that was, I have no clue who that guy was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kidding. But <laughs> um, <laughs> what's funny is like with, with Nintendo, the, the NES isn't really my most nostalgic thing like the SNES and the 64 is, but my... My dad actually had an NES, but he sold it to get the Super Nintendo. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't really play a whole lot of those games until later on. Like some of my earliest memories of that would be Animal Crossing on the GameCube, to be honest, um, where you could get like 20 different NES games in that. If you remember that, you could put them in your house and play them. Um, uh, and some like one of them was even Donkey Kong Jr. Math. Which I thought was hilarious that it even existed, <laughs> but but yeah. Anyway, and, and along with that, um, he had mentioned like some upcoming things, Smash DLC, of course. Um, that's something I can't help but, but try to keep up with. Like everybody talks about what they speculate and all that, and I'm like, oh no, just you're talking about it too much. But then there I am, you know, watching the the nonsense go on, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I hope that I hope what comes next and after that is is cool. Something that would make a lot of people happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be selfish. I already got my most wanted so, <laughs> with banjo. I don't really care a whole lot about the others that have come out so far, but it's not like they're terrible. It's, yeah, yeah, it's fun. Um, so yeah, I guess if it was my way to be somewhat realistic it would be like crash or spyro or something like that but let's be uh, real you want rayman 
Oh yeah, and Rain that was another one. Yeah. There's <laughs> a couple out there. Mm-hmm. That, not to get too off topic there. But it's mostly got my honestly, it's it's got mostly my nostalgia in there anyway. So I really can't complain. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's creating memories. I mean, yeah. just keep on going, Nintendo. Thank you so much for all the memories you give us. And uh, especially Christmas memories. Uh, you know, you, you create magic and we love sharing that with everybody and talking about it. So thank you, Nintendo. That brings us to the end of the episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you can find us on our home on our home site at the nintendovillage.com slash Nintendo Nostalgia. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube if you want to listen to the show. Uh, you can find us on Facebook um, at Nintendo NOS, on our Twitter at Nintendo underscore NOS. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Nintendo NOS IN. And you can shoot us an email at NintendoNostalgiaIN at gmail.com. Guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next week for a Star Wars theme. Later, Preston. Bye-bye.